Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are, and welcome to another episode of Align with Lina. I do these interviews, I've been doing them for almost three years now, and the reason I do them is because every single one of us that is going through a journey to awaken, at some point in that journey realizes that we are aligning with something grand inside of us. It doesn't matter what you call it. It could be source, it could be spirit, it could be God, it could be creator. It doesn't really matter what it is. We are aligning with the most authentic part of ourselves. And that alignment is something that I love to showcase here. People who have achieved that, who are um, experiencing a level of joy, of peace, of shift in their lives because they have learned how to align with their authenticity. So to give you a wonderful example of that, I want to introduce you to Carmen Fink. Carmen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. This is very exciting. And you and I are going to get to kind of know each other uh, because I didn't really know you. You were introduced to me by a, our common friend, Isabel. So it's always fun when Isabel introduces me to anybody because we both have such beautiful, powerful, wonderful connections. So even though we've had a couple uh, conversations that have been a little bit short. So today I'm going to get to really know more about you. So the audience is going to really go on a journey of, of getting to know Carmen. So let, let me just start. Normally, I ask one specific question to start, and I'm going to get to that. But with you, I feel guided to ask you, how come your name is spelled Carmen with a K? Great question. So I have an older sister named Kelly, and my mom wanted the initials to match. So that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. One of those families where everybody has to have those the same initials. Yep. Very, very cool. So. Let's let's start with a question that I love to ask everybody. When did you begin to realize that there was more to life than what you had been taught is what you were supposed to be, do and have to be successful? When did you realize that, that, that there had to be more than what you knew? Yeah, so 2013 was when <clears throat> I started to be introduced to this, what I call introduced spiritual realm. And um, I had a friend who said, hey, I think you you know, should go get your chakras balanced. Um, and from that point forward, 2014 was really my pivotal year. I actually attended a weekend conference out in Arizona called Celebrate Your Life. And um, Deepak Chopra opened it up Friday night. Marion Williamson was there. It's what I call all the heavy hitters you know, in this realm. And of course, I was still new to the realm but I knew I needed to be there for some reason. And um, I had my big epiphany that Saturday afternoon um, in a class and I realized this oneness. So I do have a, a church background, Disciples of Christ, and I couldn't understand this oneness concept everybody kept talking about. And literally there was a moment in class when I realized that everything that the Bible was talking about, that my life coach was sharing with me, that Deepak talked about, and these seven chakras were all the same thing. We're just all using different methods to get there, which I truly believe is that's how it was designed. So um, I feel like it was more that, that event that I attended in 2014, when I finally had a relationship with God um, because before I was just going through the motions of going to church, um, you know, going to group study. But for me, that it's the true relationship that I have with myself and being connected with myself and then that relationship with God as well. Oh, that is so beautiful. And ultimately, that alignment with our authentic self is aligning with with more than anything is accepting the truth that has been true always. You know, when Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within, when he said, I and the father are one, all of those things were pointers to the fact that so was he, so is, so is every one of us. And that alignment is this journey of reconnecting with what has always been there, but our mind was trained out of experiencing that as we were conditioned to look for God outside of ourselves, specifically in a cloud somewhere out there and yep. very difficult to get to because our minds got conditioned to believe that we were sinners or not good enough or would be really difficult or only the Messiah can achieve that. 
So how beautiful. Take us to that moment where you experienced that. And I know it's it's hard to put into words and experience with, with the creative source of all that is, but what is something, share with us a little bit about your experience so we can paint the picture because to me, so many people want that, but I, I would like to offer that we have all actually experienced that. We just didn't know that that's what it was. And that is one of the reasons I am so committed to doing these conversations, because the more we share how we experience that alignment, the more it makes it normal for everybody to possibly be able to access that. So what was your experience like? Um, it, and I literally can pinpoint it back to a class. Uh, Linda uh, Rosenthal is her name, and she wrote a book, and she actually named the chakras. And so, and this was the class that I was in, that was a session in the afternoon and she named the chakras to help you understand them. So she turned them into people. So I have a Ivana, Anita, and there was something that she said, and I'm a very visual person. And I literally, something just came over me. It was like this feeling almost of water came over me and I just started crying. And I feel like because, you know, you look back and it's like, I was present. I had an awareness and I was open. And that's when for me, I, I receive the, the, the information, the downloads, ahas, everybody calls them something differently. Yeah. I just, I just sat there and I cried and it was literally like, holy cow, this is what everybody's in panache who was new on the scene at the time, I had just taken a meditation with him and he kept talking about how energy is waves in the ocean. And it's just listening to everybody and being aware of what they're saying, because at some point it's going to hit you. Cause as I tell my clients, your soul's going to hear it when it's ready to hear it. And I feel like I was ready to hear it because after that I came home and literally everything shifted for me after I came back. Oh, that's just so beautiful. You know, you were talking about being present, aware, and open. That is so, such wise words, because if we're not present, that's why most people can't feel the creative source, is we're not present. Our minds are so distracted, busy. The next day, the uh, the whatever it is that they need to do, get the kids to school, write the proposal, do the presentation. And because we're not present, we can't be aware of what's happening here. If we're not aware of what's happening here, we're shut off. So that that present, aware, and open are such beautiful key words that you have given us a, a beautiful nugget because that is what we're cultivating is an opportunity to become aware of what's going on, learn to be present, and to be open. That's a lot of work to keep yourself open. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, oh, thank you, Kishland. She love her. She is uh, just a, one of, like you, like me, a committed being on her spiritual journey, accessing truth. Share a little bit more for you, Carmen. What did you do to get yourself present, aware, and open? Uh, well, not what you what you did to get to that moment of oneness, but since then, how do you maintain yourself present, aware, and open so that you can experience that alignment? So meditation and different types of meditation, um, for sure. In fact, um, you know, I, the cat woke me up this morning at 3 a.m. And I really say it was the spirit because they had some messages for me. So uh, meditation, nature. So for me, um, walking in nature, um, I give gratitude for whatever I see in nature, the animals, whatever it is. Um, I need to meet, be near the water because <laughs> that, that fuels my fire. Yeah. Um, the ducks are my spirit animal. Um, journaling is really big with me. I've got different and I created my own journal and I have different journals for different focuses just to get everything out of my head and onto paper because for me, then I don't think about it. It helps me to, to be present, to be aware, even if it's a to-do list just throw it all down on a sheet of paper, get it out of your head, and then you can just focus on being right there. And right now I'm working on not being on social media as much. So 
very limited portions during the day and then shutting down on the weekends. Oh, beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. You know, I, I too found that I had to cultivate a practice because when I began my process and I began to connect with source, it was so new to me. It was so different. It was absolutely not in the realm of what I thought I was going to be experiencing. I thought I was going to be a sinner, go to hell when I died. And, you know, God, what? You know, some distant cousin somewhere out there. Maybe that's what God was um, that I was never going to meet because it just, it, the, the messages that I got were so basically that I was a sinner and dirty and blah, blah, blah. So I had to work really diligently and with, with an incredible discipline to allow myself to cultivate the practice of listening, of like you were saying, letting go of all the, the, the noise in the head because our, our mind becomes so busy juggling everything, trying to control everything that I was totally out of control inside of me. So if I didn't quiet, didn't learn to quiet that my mind, there was no way I was, ab I was able to sustain my alignment with source. Now I don't have a practice because it's just what I am. It's, it's who I am. That embodiment, that shift into that embodiment happens. So I don't have to practice it. My day-to-day -day living and breathing is my practice. But let's talk about, because this is something that I really love to, to make clear for anybody who is listening. There is a distinction between our lives before we experience oneness and what happens after we experience oneness. Very, very different. And most people who believe that they're awake, they have had moments of awareness, but they have not experienced oneness. And that is evident in the way their lives show up in the way that, that they're doing things. So there could be a languaging, but there's not a presencing. Uh, help paint a picture. What was life like for you before that moment of oneness? And then let's talk about what what is different. Um, wow. <laughs> life before, <laughs> I could write a great book. Um, life before was living on everyone else's terms. It was, it was, well, I think you should do this or um, look like this or date this person or have this job. And it was very much living a life on for everybody else instead of myself. Um, I, you know, I did party, drink, um, do all sorts of things that I just don't do now at all. Um, I made a lot of decisions that I, I grew from them and I was very disconnected. I still go back to the, I was disconnected with myself, with God. And once I got that connection, I mean, everything shifted, even TV. I used to watch TV all the time, have to go to movies, have to stay busy really for no reason. Um, have to be gone all the time, be in the middle of everything, you know, by trade, I'm an event planner. So it was always going to different events, different shows. And I even performed burlesque for a few years. Um, and I truly believe that everything I experienced during that time, it served me in some capacity for what I do now. And it's amazing. Even my TV time, there's very little TV time, very little radio. It's just, it's, it's difficult to explain, but it's a whole different shift. Um, and you sometimes would even hear me say things out loud, like, thank you for sending me like a turtle. I saw a live turtle the other day on my walk and I'm sitting there having a whole conversation with the turtle and people are <laughs> like, what is she doing? I would have never done that before. So yeah. it just, it's a whole different shift. It's a whole different way of being of, of taking care, you're really truly taking care of yourself um, and saying, it's almost like you're saying yes to yourself and no to all of the noise and no to everything else. Oh, I love that distinction because it, it is, you know, I've, I've been doing what I've been doing 14 plus years and the patterns are the same with everybody. There, there is a common pattern. And, and I love that, that for me, it's so easy to see because I've experienced it and I've, I've witnessed thousands of people go through the same patterns and also a teacher and a student of A Course in Miracles. And in there, well, hello, Miss Laura, in there, 
uh, it is very dis the Course in Miracles lays out the the stages that we have to go through, the phases we go through to cultivate a trust in the new alignment with God versus our disconnect from God, where we don't trust God, we trust the outer world, and even that we don't really trust. But you said something really key that I want to kind of uh, highlight and. We think we love ourselves before we are in alignment with God. But actually, what we're practicing is self-loathing. When we care about what other people think more than what we do, when we are busy numbing ourselves instead of feeling what's inside, when we are busy trying to chase and get and accumulate and acquire and become, that is all because we don't love ourselves. We're looking outside, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> But it's not taught to us that way. We think we're chasing the corporate ladder. Well, no, you're looking for love in the corporate ladder. You're looking for validation. Then, then you can say, oh, yeah, look, I, I got there. And of course, once that promotion wears out a couple days later, now you're searching for the next expression of love. But the experience of aligning with source, because it is an act of self-love, it's an act of, of finding the love that is itself with a capital S within us, everything changes out of loving yourself. Mm -hmm. You would not turn on that TV and fill your brain with mush. You would not um, feed your body, you know, your body temple with things that are not healthy. So share a little bit about your, your journey when once it became clear to you that it was a journey of self love, how, how did you navigate that, that aspect of the journey? I mean, I, it's all intertwined, but that specifically, if you could speak to that. Yeah, I actually, so I've been through counseling and different types of coaching. And in 2016, I um, went through relationship coaching. And she's the, the gal's name is Cammie. She's actually out in California. I'm in, you know, Indiana. And it was almost like a six plus month coaching program where you really first you focused on, um, what were your limiting beliefs? What's holding you back? And then you shifted to the online dating. And that is when I started to stand up for myself. And I stood up for myself with my family, you know, had a conversation with my parents because I started to realize that I had these, I was given these limiting beliefs of what success looked like. And that just didn't resonate with me at all. And interestingly enough, so I was in corporate land still at the time. And when I started to stand up for myself in corporate land, that was 2016. So shortly after that in 2017, I was let go. And I know that I manifested that and I created that and I already had my business. And I truly believe God said, I'm done with you over here. And now this is what you're really supposed to be doing. So for me, it was just speaking my truth with everybody in my life. Um, and because again, we were given a voice for a reason. And as I'm learning that throat chakra is what opens up our abundance as well. So that was a really pivotal moment for me. And I knew that I had created it too. <laughs> Say a little bit more because not everybody understands that everything, everything is a manifestation whether we're conscious of it or not nothing shows up in our experience that is not by invitation and the course of miracle says the script is written and people don't want to believe that the script is written when we have free will but there's freedom that comes from knowing the script is written and then yeah. you use your free will accordingly but so share more about why you see it as yeah you you fire yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, so part of it was how I was showing up um, because I didn't want to be there. And part of it was, I literally said to God, you have the power to take me out of here. You have the power to do this. And so do this. And so instead of focusing on what I didn't want, because that's what we often do. And of course the universe doesn't hear no, don't all of those words. Um, I had tapped into access consciousness, which was new to me at the time, if anybody's heard of it before. And so I had created my own special like mantra to focus on during my time while I was there. And, um, for me, that's how I created it. So it was actions, having that conversation with God, you know, I work with my angels, 
I knew that they could do it and I knew I would be supported and it looked totally different. And I think that's the key is that know that you're creating it and it's, it's normally going to look different. And at the time I was kind of like, Oh, it was like a shock, you know, when you get the phone call, it's 14 and a half years and all of a sudden you're gone, no severance. And you're kind of like, Oh, what am I going to do? That's the lesson though, that I needed to learn that this soul needed to learn was that I am always supported. You know, I am worthy enough to be taken care of. And even yeah. though you can't see it, um, it's almost like all the karma that I had put out for how many years of supporting and loving other people, it comes back to you. It just comes back in all different ways from all different people that you would never, ever expect. Mm, yes, I love, 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 love what you just said because people don't realize, and it's it's part of what you were learning through that process that you now help teach others. But every single time that we have an irritation, you know, uh, my my way of saying is every irritation is an invitation. Yes. It's an opportunity to look at what has us be out of alignment, and if we understood which through practice, we, we, we have to come to understand this, but every single time that we have one of those, you know, oh shit moments, we go into worry, we go into fear, that is an opportunity to look at all of the very beliefs, the very thought systems, the structures that keep us out of alignment. Yep. If we trusted source, we wouldn't have to have a worry, we wouldn't have a care in the world, but because we don't trust source, we have those irritations, we have those worries, those, those, oh my God, what's going to happen? And we go into total and complete, you know, chaos and controlling and, and trying to manipulate whatever's happening. So you were needing to learn some lessons. What were, what were the, what was the essence of the teachings for you in that, in the loss of that specific job that helped you become more clear about what your alignment needed to look like? So for me, I allowed my voice to be taken during a bulk of that time. And that was, again, I created that, you know, I allowed myself to have that happen and I own that. I, and I honor myself for that. Um, and it took me about, well, not until last year, honestly, to truly get my voice back. So I attended um, a leadership program here called Zarvos Leadership and Coaching last year which I now go back, I'm a graduate and I go back and coach, volunteer coach from time to time. And throughout that program is when I got my voice back and I still go back to the trusting. And it's just, honestly, it's like believing that I was worthy, that I was worthy of, of having X, Y, Z material items really didn't matter at all anymore. It's, it was a huge shift from, well, I don't really need that. You know, I've got to, I've got this much money. And so right now I've got to go buy groceries, you know? Um, and I don't know. It's just for, I still go back to the support supports, one of my values, which I realized last year. And it's just knowing that there's that invisible support mm -hmm. and it comes from all different people. Um, and they support in different ways too, as well. Everybody's got their own gifts of how they, how they show up for you. Yeah, that's beautiful because we have to learn to receive. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest challenges when we don't feel that we're worthy, it's really hard to receive, but our mind convinces us that it's okay for us to take it from other people, you know, demand that you do this for me. Um, but that gentle loving support that can look sometimes as, as a very direct, hey, this is what I'm seeing you do, it's hard to receive when we don't have the the self-love when we don't have the self-awareness the the sense of worthiness so that, that beautiful things let's zero in on what you were talking about that you had lost your voice i have yet to meet a single person that hasn't lost their voice but let's unpack it what exactly does that mean because you and i are kind of talking coach speak here and and when somebody's been on this journey for a little while they understand oh my god i just gave up my voice but when you are totally unaware of what that is about 
it seems normal. So share from your perspective, what are the ways that you lost your voice? And I'll share mine as well. So we can give, you know, if, if they happen to be different, they'll, they'll be more examples. I love it. That's such a great question. Um, I did not stand up for myself. I did not speak my truth. Um, I basically bottled everything up and would complain um, and really get angry. Um, and I also would just kind of go along for the ride in a way. Um, and I'm talking more about, uh, you know, at, at work and I call it corporate land. Um, and I really had lost myself um, I, and my goals. You know, I had all these goals at one particular time and I had gone through a divorce and it was like, I had lost myself through the divorce and it took a while to find yourself and then to get to this place too. So, and I don't know if that's similar to what your experience was. Yes, and, and for me, I also being a mom, just my kids' lives became more important than mine. I, it's like what Lina wanted to do, well, it felt a little selfish for me to do what I want to do when I got these three kids and I got the husband, I've got the business and I got the clients and all these, everybody had to come before me was really in a, in a way, it was, it's a passive aggressive behavior where we withhold our voice so that we can do a couple of things, beat up other people for saying that they held their voice. Um, you know, I can't speak because of you or we withhold our voice as a passive aggressive way to try to control and manipulate people because we don't realize that when we are not authentically speaking up from a place of, of connection, of alignment, of true love, we, we do a lot of disempowering stuff and we, we manipulate and we connive. I mean, it's ugly what we do. And we think that that's normal, but not speaking up is to not honor the divinity within us. And if we're not speaking up, then I can assure you somewhere in our lives, we are, we are withholding somebody else's voice. For me, it could be doing it to my children or I could have been doing it to um, maybe the person who, who, who reported to me at work, whatever it might be. But that lack of alignment and honoring our, our throat chakra, as a gift that we have to speak, to to share, to 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 be present, not only physically and emotionally, but our voice needs to be present. Everything needs our part in it. It's like a symphony. All the instruments are necessary to make that that performance make sense. Yes. So it that our voice is so crucial. So I am so glad that you were able to recognize what you had been doing. So then now that you are committed to to speaking up to using your voice what are some ways that you practice today or that you teach your clients to use their voice to to that's it's a it's a clear awareness of the use of that voice for me it's intuition so <laughs> it's we have the power within us and we also have the power to um to present it in such a way that others can hear it that they can you know receive the information and i go back to intuition so especially if you feel a lump in your throat that's hey it, you need to speak up you need to say something um so and i also listen to my guides as far as do I say something now? It's also a timing thing. Do I say something now? Do I wait? Because a lot of times I would just blurt things out and it was completely the wrong time. And it, for me, it just goes back to your intuition. It's all about knowing yourself, listening to yourself. And, you know, when I started a YouTube channel, it was kind of like, oh, what did, what did I just do type thing? And you realize that there are people out there who want to hear what you have to say. And you don't know that until you start to share. And what I'm learning is that's contribution. It's all about being in contribution to others because if you hold that back, 
you could hold back the greatest gift. You, you just don't know. Somebody may be needing to hear that and really resonate with what you have to say and share. I love that that you're saying that because that is definitely something that happens when we come more into alignment with our authenticity and we listen to that intuitive hit of this is the right time to to share in the course of miracles there there is a line that is said throughout the entire course and that is you know god what would you have me say and it it is a a practice that we have to cultivate when you tune out the noise in the outer world, like you were saying, turn off the TV, turn off that radio, turn off the, the gossip, turn off participating in all of these things that are so, I'm uh, going to use another one of the spiritual terms, low vibration. That means it's dense thinking, it's negative, it's, it drags you down. When we begin to turn off that external noise, then we can hear the noise in our own head. Our, our, you know, very disempowering self-talk, our putting ourselves down, I'm not good enough, I'm not this enough. So we got to turn off the outer noise, the inner noise. Otherwise, we can't hear the voice of the creative source within us because it speaks in silence. It's a feeling. That's why it's intuitive. It's a knowingness. It's something that that you know it in that moment because that's when you need to know it. That's why we don't hear the voice of God all the time because it's not talking, you know, gibberish and nonsense. It's not a, an, an incessant uh, talking to talk. It is a very deliberate, there is something to say, something to share that is valuable not only to the one that is receiving it, but as we share it, it gets to be received by others, which is why, you know, paintings thousands of years later touch people because there was an intuitive hit that came through. There was a receiver put in, in in the painting form that they were inspired to do it or the book form or the whatever it might be form, song form. And all of a sudden, this these messages still have life uh, and, and they're, they touch people centuries later because they are inspired. Spirit is inside of those things. And if those people didn't share it, humanity would have been at a loss. And... Exactly. Even talking to a girlfriend and saying something to a friend, to a child, to a, like you were talking to that turtle, you know, <laughs> they, there are very, very specific things that we're going to be guided to do that we don't need to, there's no need to, to know why we're doing it. But when you trust it, there was something, whether it's something that turtle had to hear, whether it was something that you needed to experience by talking to that turtle, whether it was somebody watching you speak to a turtle. It, we yeah. don't know. We yeah. do not know, but that you honor that impulse is just so beautiful and so, so incredible. Um, I do want to share real quick too. Okay. I get a lot. Um, so for me as I, and I could be having a conversation with people, it could be working with clients. I do, you know, card readings too. I could be driving. I had the coolest vision one night when I was driving, hold, holding a Malachite energy stone and again, it goes back to the, you got to be open, present and aware. So I hear things. Um, and then I also will see things as well. Could be callers. It could be whatever. And I don't know if anybody else has experienced. Have you experienced that before the vision? I, I do get visions and, uh, you know, our friend Isabel, she sees colors. So different people experience different things. I, I, for the most part, have knowingness. And at times, I'll have visions with them. Because, for example, with what's happening right now um, in the world, I, I'm getting visions about some pretty, pretty wild things that are coming in October. And I see, I see major flames. I see massive amounts of destruction. So I, I receive that vision. But I also see all of the good that comes after that. So I see all the light. I see the, the, the incredible healing that's going to come on the other side of that. So from time to time, I get visions. But for the most part, for mine, it's an intuitive knowingness. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're being communicated in whatever ways we need to be communicated. Let, let's turn the subject to, uh, since I was sharing a little bit about the world, 
let's talk about your perspective about what's going on in the world now that you're understanding not only are you experiencing this awakening you're working with people who are experiencing this awakening there's a lot of us who are experiencing this why do you think all that is happening so my understanding is last year june or july is when we on earth received a fifth dimensional grid it's an energy grid and that energy so we're all energy everything is energy and so we're shifting we're being asked to shift almost i feel like pushed to shift this year from a third dimensional energy perspective way of doing life um basically everything we once knew that wasn't working into this fifth dimensional energy and so it's a matter of um Oh boy, there's a lot happening that we don't see. <laughs> and that's what we're experiencing here on earth. Um, so it, and I, I think for some people that's hard for them to imagine and, and understand, and that's my understanding. And, um, you know, I hear what people's visions have been, uh, lots of people. And so I prepare. And then I still hold the thought, like you said, it's all going to be amazing. In my experience, we get to move through chaos to have beautiful and it's going to take some time, you know, and I've just encouraged everybody that I get that this year may be difficult and accept it. Don't resist it. I just got a text message this morning saying, you know, hey, I'm resisting what I know is going to what might change what I need to change and shift. And so what we resist persists. And now is the time for people who do this work that, you know, empaths, starseeds, lightworkers, whatever you resonate with to really stand into your power. And this is just the beginning of every day, holding this love and light energy and really stepping into your gifts and using your gifts to help other people at this time. Because a lot of people are confused or they still are thinking, I want to go back to the way it's going to be. And I let them know it's never going to be that way again. And that is a beautiful thing. It's, it's just, a, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Somebody even mentioned to me over the weekend about schools changing and the vision that they have of how schools change. And I got goosebumps as they're explaining it to me going, yes, that is I see it, you know, I, I see that that's how we're going and, and I'm ready for it, so. Well, it, it, yes, 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 and yes. And the reason we have to get really comfortable with this shift is because as within, so without, as above, so below. We have been doing individual work for the most part, but we are individuals who together form a collective. Yeah. And what is happening is that many of us have stepped, have crossed the line, like you and I were talking about earlier, from being totally, completely unaware of our alignment with source, thinking God was out there somewhere, waking up and crossing over, you know, crossing the line, moving over to the side of alignment with source. So we're inner, inner guided, no longer outer guided. We operate from love and not motivated by fear. So as we have been moving to the other side, Many of us now collectively want to create a whole new world because yeah. a whole new world created with systems that are founded on love are very different than the old ways that are systems based on fear, on control, on greed. So where we are right now is really nothing more. The way I like to ex explain is very simple. We have been operating in elementary school. That's the old ways is elementary. And we are getting ready to move into high school. Well, until we get to high school, which is where all of us operate at that same uh, level of integrity, alignment with source, basically we're operating with the truth of who we are. We have to go through middle school, the middle ground. We've got to cross the bridge. So we've got a period of adjustment, of learning, of co-creating, of talking about what it is that we want to experience before we get to high school so that fifth dimension is a ways away but our consciousness is beginning to accept the potential 
of what life would look like when we operate in alignment with truth. Yeah. That means we're gentle, kind, generous, honest, transparent. We haven't been experiencing that. We are not practiced as a humanity, as a collective to operate in integrity because we're used to protecting ourselves. Remember, yeah. people who don't love themselves, we, when we don't love ourselves, we can't be honest. So we are having to go through that transition. So I love what that you are getting visions and you know other people who are getting visions. What are some of the things that you can see uh, or sense or are hearing are coming that are gonna help people navigate some of this, this transition that will last however long it lasts. I'm not gonna say how long because I, I'm getting that it's gonna be quite a while. Yeah, but for this, what are what are some of the ways that you think people uh, could be assisted in navigating this? In navigating what we're getting, the unknown of what we're getting ready to Correct. experience. Correct, to assist them. What, what are some of your suggestions for somebody who's maybe new at this? So my very first thing is to take personal responsibility. So this is actually numerology for a year. Um, one of the gals I've been following for a few years is Elizabeth Peru, and oh, she's yeah. been that for a while and I didn't quite understand what she was talking about on a world capacity myself yes but as a world capacity until this year and it is all about everybody doing their personal work like you said um, showing up and taking personal responsibility because if we don't do that I feel like people are gonna kind of find themselves in this area of what now like what it just happened and what am i supposed to be doing so i've been prepping people as much as i can to say hey you know we're going to experience some chaos you know you hear all these stories of what's going to happen so let's not focus on that let's focus on where you are right now because everybody's in a different place along their journey and i honor that and so let's find out where you are and if you have been having inklings then let's get you to that other side. Now, I have some people who are completely unaware and that's fine. So just, I continually have conversations with people just to see where they are, kind of, you know, test it out a little bit um, and then go from there. And it's almost like I'm tiptoeing a little bit when I have these conversations. And I also put it in a context of something that they can relate to as well depending on where they are what their situation is and you know if you i'm actually getting ready to launch um i don't want to say the name of it just yet it's going to help people with meditation basically so to help get into a regular meditation practice because that being grounded and getting connected with your breath with yourself with you know divine source is really going to help people during this time because it is going to feel chaotic out there mm -hmm. i even you know asked a group of people a few days ago have you been hearing a lot more sirens lately and let me tell you every time i hear a siren it doesn't matter what it is i always send a blessing that everybody's yeah. safe you know i don't know what's going on and just it just notice those things and you get to choose i mean every seven seconds we get to choose are we going to be in fear about it or are we going to be in love about it? And and once you know that you have that power of choice, I feel like you've just taken back all your power at one time. Uh, absolutely. That it, from my perspective, you you nailed it. That personal responsibility is key that we take full responsibility for what's happening in our interior. Because one of the ways that that you can tell somebody who is who is in the old way they are wanting to control holding on to the old way. They want to protect it. They don't touch my my statue, don't touch my government, don't touch my benefits, leave it alone, leave my job there. And we are seeing that the old ways are systems that were designed by people who were not in alignment. Yeah. The systems that we're moving toward are systems that are designed by people who are in alignment. And there's a huge difference. Out of alignment systems are based on greed what's what's in it for me and then what's in it for me which is why we have the one percent and the 99 percent such a big discrepancy systems that are designed from what's in it for we 
serve everybody. There's an equality. There is nobody's left behind. Truly, no one is left behind. But the in-between is the place that we're going to have to navigate. And that is the unknown. We don't know exactly how all of those systems are going to look like. Now, you and I are in an interesting uh, one of the new systems where we are participating in a whole new kind of an economy. And uh, if anybody's interested in more about that, just just uh, connect with Carmen or connect with me privately. But this is this is a way of sharing, of caring, of really truly creating a circular economy based on on grace and on gifting, where the old economy is based on greed and you know truly the pyramid. Everything goes to the top. So, but when you're used to that system, when you're used to the boss getting. Uh, the big payout and the, you just get your 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 puny little paycheck and then you lose your job yeah it, then you're scared you're afraid you don't think that you can get something else I've been working there for 30 years I'm too old all of those fears all of those things that are getting kicked up right now are precisely the opportunities for us to see how a mind that thinks the old way is not going to be able to move to the new way because you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So we yeah. have to renew our minds to begin to understand the ways of the new. So how can people connect with you if they want to uh, find out about your that upcoming meditation or anything else that you have to offer? What is a way for them to get on your list or however you do that? Yeah, hearts-joy.com is my website. Um, I do have where you can subscribe to emails. So I do send out emails and then, um, I encourage everybody go to go to YouTube as well. Hearts joy, LLC, YouTube. Um, I've got a lot of good content out there. I go live mostly every Thursday at 7 PM, about 20, 30 minutes. So yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> yes. Hearts and joy. Enjoy that. Um, that is so wonderful because there are so, so many, like you said, so many voices that have a, woken up and are sharing and are expressing all in service. All of it is in service to humanity, which is such a beautiful thing to witness that there is just so much love and so much desire to assist others. Share with us as we're coming up into to the top of our hour, uh, what what is something that has absolutely uh, shifted in your life that you wouldn't trade for anything in the world that you experience now? Something one one thing that shifted, <laughs> or you can you can lump a few that you just wouldn't trade for anything in the world now that you have experienced it. So, so and it, it goes back to actually something you were saying. Um, so I call them stories. Um, other people call them mind maps. We truly can change those. And it goes back to the, do you have an understanding or do you have a belief? So the belief, what I learned last year really keeps you um, imprisoned to that thought, to that thought process versus if you start to say understanding because words have meaning. So as I started to shift my mind maps, literally, um, and have a different way, different perspective of looking at things from neutrality um, standpoint and, and just living differently. Um, that Those two together really shifted everything for me. And it's easier for me to shift because like you said, I'm not so tied to the old ways like I used to be um, because of that, because I have a lot more understandings then I do beliefs. Cause for me, the belief is you put a stake in the ground and no way is this going to change. I think that's where some people are going to have a difficult time. Um, but for me, that's a lot of what I did last year and it's all based on experiences. So I gave myself new experiences to have a different way of basically living my life and, and interacting with people. Oh, I love hearing, you know, we have to be open-minded. You, you cannot change your mind while you think that what you believe is, is true, right? The only way. And, yeah. and we, we all um, have had moments where we practice my way or the highway. And as long as we are stuck to that way being the only way, yeah, it, it's, you, you cannot renew. You, you're operating with stale 
um, beliefs, stale information. You keep receiving the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, I can see where you wouldn't want to give that up. That knowing that, my goodness, what a wonderful gift. Um, well, I am just so, so grateful that you um, wanted to have this conversation with me. So grateful that Isabel connected us. So let's do this. Why don't you share the uh, a nugget, something, some wisdom, a tip, a process with those who are watching us so they can get a, a little gift from you? So my favorite thing is, um, so I do work a lot with my angels and um, the angels are communicating with you every single day. And I like to communicate back with them. And so just start to notice the numbers around you. Um, the numbers that pop up because numbers are everywhere. And notice if you're seeing consecutive numbers. So like 1111, 222, 333. And look it up. So if you Google the number, like 333, angel numbers, and then the word Joanne, it'll take you to this lady's website. And it just gives you a nugget of information. And when you start to use that every day, you'll start to notice how they're communicating with you. And then you can communicate back and say, thank you so much for that message. Mm. Well, that is, that, that is such a beautiful uh, suggestion because what we are doing to align with the creative source, we've got to be open to the idea of a non-physical world. And whether it speaks to us through angels, through channeling, through, you know, you can call it extraterrestrials, aliens, whatever. Yeah. Does, you know, we, we already have lots of information from our own government about the contacts that have happened. So if we open ourselves to move out of our ignorance, thinking that, you know, we're the only ones uh, around, that, that this is the most intelligent life force, or the arrogance that we are the most intelligent life force and we let ourselves be humble enough to go, how can this tiny little planet, this tiny little dot in this whole universe be by itself, be alone, not, not have more intelligent life surrounding us? Yeah. And when we open up to that, like you're saying, whether it's angels, whether it's guides, whether it's is intuition, whether it's you're hearing information just floating to you from the ethers, it the whole universe is is based on intelligence yep. and it is everywhere. Yep. Waiting for a receptive mind. Because it's like, where do people get songs that have never been written or formulas that have never been before? A painting that's never been painted. Where where does that come from? It's exactly. got to come from somewhere. Yeah. So we're all tapping into the ethers, and uh, when we open our hearts and allow that to enter, um, it's just such a beautiful thing. I am so grateful, Carmen, that you took the time to have this this chat with me. Thank I am you. touched and and just really grateful. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, we will have to do it again. Let me take a quick drink. We will definitely have to do this again. We'll have to do a part two. <laughs> <coughs> so thank you to everybody for joining us. And go to Carmen's website. I'm going to put it back on here so you can see it. It's hearts-joy.com. As I get all choked up here, I'm sure it's because I just adore you and I don't want you to go. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. And we'll see you again on the next episode of Align with Lina. Thanks, Carmen. Thank you.